Support for the PWT cast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off, a whole-ass 20% off, and free worldwide shipping uh, with the code PWTCAST at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, it's about 14 million balls. All right? So uh, if you have balls, head on over to Manscaped and use promo code PWTCAST for 20% off and free worldwide shipping. Uh, And now, on to the show. The following podcast is scheduled for one fall. Hailing from the Pro Wrestling Tees headquarters in Chicago, Illinois, he is your host of the PWT cast, Scrump! Bang, bang, what is up, you guys? Welcome to episode 182 of the PWT cast. My name is Scrump. My name is Drew. And it's the official podcast of Pro Wrestling Tees. We're bringing this podcast right here on this feed for free every Monday. If you already aren't, make sure you're following us over on social media. We're at PWTCast on Instagram and Twitter. As well as for additional uh, content, head on over to patreon.com forward slash PWTCast. Um, last week uh, was an episode of Scrum Stanley Video with myself and uh, John Sino of uh, Post Wrestling. The man with a hundred podcasts over at Post Wrestling. We talked to uh, the man with the iron fists again a, a low-key you know a, a low-key sleeper hit of a film not a lot of people talk about so i was very happy when you know especially uh, someone who is literally he he, he is wu-tang adjacent he is part yeah. of the wu-tang clan john cito i i did not realize how deep it went i was uh listening to that just like really like i had no idea that he's featured on eight diagrams like that's amazing like that dude like i don't know I, mean, I would definitely Cino like moved way up the list on cool points, you know. Oh, uh, listen, I love Cino, and, and he ha- he had a really fun episode of uh, Postmarks um, over at Post Wrestling with, uh, yeah, it, it's it was so fun, it was so good. Again, Cino, someone who I think we're, we're gonna we'll have him on as like a regular uh, non you know family video episode just because um, you know he's fucking man and i love cena uh and of course you could hear me and him talk about uh the man with the iron fist uh over at patreon.com forward slash pwt cast this week myself and our man neil neil flanagan love 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 neil flanagan as well post wrestling's uh back to back post week um and actually it might be three weeks in a row if uh <laughs> if all goes according to plan uh but yeah me and neil flanagan will be talking about john wick the, the first john wick you know the the new ones coming out uh, later this week and you know john wick 4 is coming out i should probably get around to at least the first one so myself and uh neil flanagan will be talking about that as well as uh, an episode of scrum's detective agency will drop myself and drew are going to be talking about uh have the simpsons predicted the future yeah so it's, it's a fun it's mm. it's a fun conspiracy theory you know i don't want to guys over at harvard you know yeah, you know, it's, it's to me that's one of the more fun ones, and not like you know the the they're turning frogs gay or whatever. Uh, you know, Alex Jones is screaming at the top of his lungs about. Um, but of course, all that over at Patreon.com forward slash PWTcast. Drew, it's been it's been a while since we've uh, a little bit. yeah since we've had you know I I believe it was last week we had a, again another really fun episode with the cheese love that episode um mm-hmm. I really want to go if the, the 
blockbuster themed bar. I don't even drink, and I wouldn't go to this blockbuster themed bar just for the for the for the pure just nostalgia. I love yeah. I love some good nostalgia. I mean, if I mean, you guys can't tell, but uh, actually, you will soon. So, uh, a, a little fun fact: uh, every now and then, I <laughs> I impulsively start projects. I'm just. I don't, you know, and it's just what gets into me, and, and then I, I start doing it. Um, for a very long time now, I've been talking about like I really want to start doing video stuff. I really want to start doing video stuff. I mean, honestly, I think if you go back to like before episode hundred, you know, we're talking about like oh, we should we should really do some video stuff. Um, and well, now I am fixing the uh, office so that it'd be capable of that. Um, you know, Drew, Drew saw my fancy uh, ring camera that I have going on. Oh, I'm so much brighter. I got these brand, yeah. I got these brand new, uh, you know, video glasses. They're just new glasses. I have a problem. I buy direct. <laughs> well, sponsors of sponsors of today's show. I buy direct, uh, and uh, as well as Manscaped. But no, yeah, I, I'm I'm setting up the office. My uncle's coming by later. You know, Theo, he's coming by. We're 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 hooking it up, and so soon, yeah, you'll be able to see our beautiful faces as well as see all the all the little tchotchkes that uh. Yeah, because yeah. again, nostalgia one hell of a drug. Like, yeah. uh, I you know I, I've I've lived my life straight edge, you know, and uh, <laughs> the one time I've failed is uh, the only the only my only real drugs, my only real vices are women and uh, nostalgia. As there is literally a, a corner of my room dedicated of this office, one whole wall is uh, Back to the Future, Pokemon, Power Rangers, Digimon, Kevin Smith. You know, just all the things that I loved as a child that now as an adult, I can buy all of the <laughs> aforementioned stuff. Ads, things. Oh, it is. <laughs> it is a problem, Drew, but. Um, Tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you watch Drew's live videos, too, you, you're like, what is he doing inside of uh, the pro wrestling? Te- oh, no, that's not pro wrestling tees. That is his own <laughs> autograph wall. Yeah. Um, There's a few originals up there. There, I will say that. I got a Ted DiBiase that I got. Uh, I don't know. Well, I'm not gonna go around the wall and pick and point them all out, but there are some. You know, I've got I've got a few um, like eight by tens, and that's so that's that's my only problem. Like I, for a while, I had a lot of eight by tens, and I still do, but I just I don't I don't know what to do with them. Like I mean, you can see again, you you can see behind me. Like I have all these uh, Rob Schamberger prints. Um, they're really awesome. Some of them are, I, th- I believe these top ones are autograph. Like I'll, um, except for obviously the Eddie Guerrero one, but there's like a Kevin Owens one, a, a, a Sasha Banks one, one with, uh, all of the undisputed era signed. And then one with, uh, Gallows, Anderson, and, uh, uh Finn that have signed mm-hmm. it and stuff like that. And th- those are cool. I like those. And I love his work so much. Like there's so much more prints I want to buy. There's only so Yeah, much. I have, a. You can't see, but over there is I have three that are uh, it's AJ, um, Shinsuke, and John Cena. Autograph so, ones. Yeah the 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 Rob what's his name again Rob Schamberger. Schamberger yeah yeah oh, and, and see and again and I like collecting it because like and again there's so much like wrestling that's why I want to do just like an actual you know video series so everyone can see everything in, in the actual office mm-hmm. and stuff like that because um I have like I so you know it's no secret of uh, uh, I've talked about it plenty like I used to love going to the takeovers and mm-hmm. uh every takeover aside from 
NXT TakeOver Dallas, where they had Shinsuke Nakamura versus Sami Zayn, which if anyone is listening and you guys have been there and you have the fucking poster, let me know, autographed or not. I want it. I need it. It's it's the only one I've, I'm missing. But I have, uh, you know, NXT Brooklyn TakeOver 2, uh, Florida, uh, Chicago, Chicago, New York, uh, Toronto, War Games in Chicago, um, I have posters of just, you know, random wrestling shows that I've been to. Like I have a, a revolution one sign and like, these are all like autographed and stuff like that. So pretty cool, you know, pre- pretty cool stuff to have. And, yeah. um, I, I've, I've sort of resorted more to, to keeping those, you know, cause like, again, like the, the centerpiece really of my office is, um, I have a, a there, there's a John Cena versus CM Punk match on Monday night raw. Like everyone loves, of course, money in the bank. I love money in the bank as well. Uh, you know, uh, 2011 between or yeah, 2011 between John Cena and CM Punk. Um, I think their best match though was it was on an episode of Monday Night Raw where they were fighting to be a number one contender for uh, The Rock's WWE Championship, and it was just a banger of a fucking match. Like John Cena's pulling out sit out power bombs. It's one where Punk hits him with a pile driver, like. It is just, it's such a fun match. And um, a few years back where John Cena was at C2E2, I, I got him to autograph that. And, you know, I, I asked Punk to, to sign it as well. Um, it was a shitty marker, so the autographs don't look the best. But, uh, you know, I don't care. It's, you know, those, those are, it's it's something it's I legit. Really, it's legit, yeah, you know. Um, but, yeah, again, it's, I, I want to be able to, like, just show off all this stuff. Because, again, I feel like, not to suck my own deck, but I feel like I've accumulated a, a pretty cool amount of stuff. I- yeah um I, I like my stuff too but i'm honestly just to the point of like man i should just sell it all i i do i was having this conversation with you literally <laughs> yeah. where, where i was like i have so much shit that at a certain point i'm like i think i'm just gonna fucking start throwing things away like <laughs> it's just so much e- like it's so much easier sometimes than just like like for instance um you know those cube those little cube storage units yeah so th- I had a bunch of those that were super fucking flimsy, and I'm so mad because I spent so much money on them too. <clears throat> but they were they were from Target. They were super flimsy. Um, and then I went and got. They have another. They have two brands. I bought the second one, and these are some nice thick boys. Like these are good and durable. Yeah. Um. And now I just have all the other ones. It's literally, dude. It's like ten of them, and I'm like, oh, I don't know what to do with them. Like I'm, I, I, I I'm probably gonna give one or two of them to my brother but it, yeah. but it, it, literally aside from that i'm just like oh i don't know what to do with this because again it's so much like it is literally so fucking much that i'm like yeah i don't know again maybe maybe i'll put them up in the facebook store you know like hey <laughs> come fucking come take it if you want it like i don't know you know again it's it's one of those things that and i'm sure you've been there before too where it's like please just take it. I don't even care. Like just, <laughs> yeah, you know, um, but who knows? Maybe someone will come by it, you know? Um, Hey, but speaking about collecting things though, uh, since yeah. we last record, since, since we last really, you know, well, two weeks ago, you know, yeah. uh, some friends of ours, uh, collected some things and, Oh, before, and before I get to it, actually, uh, of course, talking about the house of black winning the trios belts, uh, I did want to plug, uh, C2E2. Oh, is anybody in that a friend of yours? What's up? Somebody in that group's a friend of yours. Oh, buddy Murphy. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, me and Buddy Murphy, very great friends. Uh, the one guy I want to be friends with, though, is Brody King. So yeah. uh, I think, and I, you know what? I think I'll actually have the chance uh, at C2E2. Uh, for those of you guys unaware, C2E2 is a comic book convention here in Chicago. And uh, Mar- it's going to be going on March 31st to April 2nd. And if you come by the Pro Wrestling Tees booth, which is uh, booth 549, uh, on that Friday, you can meet Danhausen. Danhausen will be hanging out with us that Friday, and uh, if you come the rest of the weekend, you'll be able to hang out with myself, Frank, and Brody King. Uh, which Frank and Brody King have become friends. That's my my favorite thing is wrestlers <laughs> becoming friends with Frank. That is just oh, it's it's the best. As I love Frank, you know, I have, he's practically my 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 big brother. Um, but uh, yeah, um. We'll be doing uh, C2E2 that weekend, and we'll have uh, two. We'll, we're going to have some limited, some limited edition numbered prints only available at C2E2 for both uh, Brody King and uh, Danhausen. So uh, come on by. You know, we'll be there. We'll be hanging out and stuff. I don't know if they plugged it yet. Sorry, Gabe, if I'm not allowed to talk about it, but I'm plugging it <laughs> here, baby. Um, and yeah, you know, again, it's it, it should be a lot of fun. C2E2. <laughs> Again, I talked about I have vices. C two E two is right up there, the third one. Because again, I <laughs> I love comic book conventions. I specifically yeah. love C two E two. And again, this is b- before I even started working with them in any capacity. Because of course, every year we do CM Punk, but um, I think he's supposed to show up at WrestleMania that weekend. It's WrestleMania weekend. Oh, okay. yeah. No, I, he's got a uh, UFC uh, or MMA stuff that he's going. That he's doing that weekend. Although that's what I've been telling people. I'm like, yeah, no, I think he's showing up at WrestleMania. Night one, I think. Uh, Cody <laughs> wins the belt, and then CM Punk comes out and challenges him. Uh, oh, Makes sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I love it. Again, it's just, it's my favorite. And the, one of the best things is, one, walking by Artist Alley, because there's always so much cool. And that's what always gets me. That's what always fucking gets me, Drew, is the goddamn artists have their prints there. And I'm just like, oh, fine. I guess I'll take fucking... You know, I guess I'll take 16 of these since it's, you know, it's cheaper that way, um, which happens all the time. But, uh, yeah, that was fun. Like, I'm, I've, I've sort of uh, gotten away from buying, like, figures or, or sort of cool collectible. Like, to me, it's more what, you know, who's selling prints, who's selling some cool artwork and stuff like that. You know, like, that. Yeah. that's sort of my go-to thing now, like, uh, the more I think about it. Well, yeah, it was, it was, I was just going to ask, like, besides working, like, is there anybody actually you're going to stand in line for this year? Or? Hmm. Well, I have mentioned that I am going to um, I want to go say hi to Tim Jacobus, who, of course, he's the yeah. illustrator for the original Goosebumps books. Uh, oh, man, once upon a time, there was supposed to be a podcast called Goose Scrumps. <laughs> like, and I went so far. So and I think I might still do it. But in pending Goose Scrumps. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, in case somebody wants to steal that one, yeah. Uh, it's just a funny story. So it's um, so it's August of 2021, and I'm mm-hmm. like, you know what? Because this was it was it, it, originally I had I was like, maybe it'd be a Patreon show, but I was like, you know, what? I think I want to just be its own different thing. Like, I was in full on podcast, its own feed, its, own, feed, its own fucking things. Uh, I asked a co worker of mine if he could draw the, the graphics for it, uh. But come September, he was not drawing anything for me. 
Um, you can, you can but uh, it was like this whole oh. thing. I went so far as I, I printed out a sheet with all the books, and I was like, Mike Murray and Davey, all these people were like, yeah, we'll we'll talk about this. Because the thing too was like, I just wanted to talk about the book. Like it wasn't going to be like a specific yeah. like, all right, Drew, and now chapter four. Uh, Sandy uh, went down by the lake and saw the haunted hamburger. Like nothing like that, you know. Um, it just didn't happen. But uh, again, with me wanting to to do more stuff, like you know, um, coming coming soon, Juan of the Dead, I got a fucking idea for a graphic for you, which uh, Juan of the Dead, Juan Ortiz, uh, past guest of the show. We're gonna, I want, we should have him back on too. Um, he drew some fun designs. He drew a fun new design for me. He, he he just recently did the detective agency one. He did another fun design. I'm still waiting on on, on some designs before, uh, you know, I, I start dropping everything all at once. But uh, it was so cool. I mean, I got a bunch of stickers made of it. That, that's how excited I was for it. I might get it tattooed on me, honestly. I'm, <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, yeah, no. So so Tim Jacobus, you know, I want to go meet him again. He did all the illustrations for those original Goosebumps books, and um. Again, just he's a fucking legend. As far as I'm concerned, he's a fucking goddamn legend. And, uh, you know, he was so nice. He sent me over some prints after we recorded that were like autographed. It's really fucking cool. So I want to see. And so my favorite of the Goosebumps books, I don't know if you ever got into the Goosebumps books. It might have been. Um, I mean, not everything, but I definitely read them when I was a kid. Like, you know, I was always when they came out, it was something that was like, oh, what's this little thing? But I, I never like. Just not a fucking nerd. Yeah, no. you're not a fucking. Oh, dude, I was a fucking. I, I love those fucking things. Yeah. Um, to the point where I was trying. I was trying. Those were actually like the, the cool books to read. You know what I mean? Like if you read those, it was like, oh, okay, it's just goosebumps. Yeah. Well, my favorite. So my favorite is the haunted mask, and so I want to like. I'm. I'm. I have a print of the Haunted Mask 1 already signed by him. So I think I'm going to try and get something, find something like Haunted Mask 2. That one I don't remember mm-hmm. as much because I remember the first one. I was just like, oh, my God. Ugh. You know, so I might, yeah. I want to meet him. I want to do that as well as uh, Tenoch who plays Namor. Um, you know, my, my little buddy here that Drew can see in the form of a Funko yeah. Pop. Uh, yeah. Soon he, you'll be able to see. Oh, man. He is going to be, and again, I, I I've never so I've never like hey Gabe can you you know I want to meet yeah. someone I've never bought I hate doing that like and I'm sure if I ask him or, or, or Chris another one of the guys that works there which man I'm oh, I should see how busy they are we could get on the podcast this is something I should be saying off air but let's see if we can get <laughs> them on here uh yeah no um what do you call it I um you might bug them yeah I might bug them. Like, I mean, which is, I'm full on. Cause again, there's, there's a lot of celebrities that are going to be there. And so like Chris Evans is going to be there as well. And like, listen, I like Chris Evans, you know, best superhero movie he's ever done push. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's him, uh, uh Dakota Fanning. Um, uh, what's his not name? Uh, Jaiman Hansu, I believe is how you pronounce his name. Uh, it's a really good movie. Like if you haven't seen it, you definitely check it out. I, th- no, I didn't. I think I wanted to do it. I wanted to do it last year for a uh, family video and just didn't. But um, what do you call it? Yeah, another teen movie. It's also a fucking good one. Yeah. Uh, I'm just really, I just really want to see, you know, Teno Cuerta and uh, yeah. Tim Jacobus. And you can as well if you come by C2E2 and you go by the Pro Wrestling Tees booth, booth 529. Again, we're going to have a lot of uh, like fun mystery grab bags. So we're going to have like a. 
what was it? It was like the, I believe we're gonna have grab bag micro brawlers, and we're throwing some fun chases and some fun autograph chase, uh, autograph brawlers in there as well. Like we, you know, we got some like good shit. And uh, you know, if you want to come by, come on by. But uh, <laughs> yeah, speaking again. So speaking of Brody, uh, Hasa Black won the trios belts. I was fucking ecstatic. You know, like a little, a little behind the curtain. We, you know, we finished recording that episode. And immediately the match was on. And like I had ordered I had ordered food. So I was like, all right, by the time we're done recording, I was like, I'll be able to go get the wings, come back and watch the show. I stayed in my office for like the next half hour just watching, finishing up the match. <laughs> and yeah. I was so fucking happy. Like, um you know, like like other people have talked about it, but it, to me it was so cool seeing Brody King get, you know, like all the big spots. You know the big yeah. push, all like he was the one who who you know who pinned them, and then afterwards seeing you know he hits Dante's Inferno, and then the aforementioned Dante you know comes into the ring in his House of Black mask and his little suit. It was just so awesome. And again, for um, you know, for someone I consider a friend, it, it was cool getting to see him you know do that, like do that in front of his family. You know, like dude fucking works his ass off and. You know, he's a fucking monster. And to see him present it like that and to see him win the belts, you know, House of Black to me has been like the coolest fucking thing for for a very long time now. And uh, to see yeah. that finally like pay off, you know, in form of, of them winning the belts is super cool. I mean, even this Monday where or Monday, this Wednesday, you know, it was them versus the elite versus uh, JAS. Like, again, fucking it's. You know, it, it's not every day that um, you, you know, that you have Jericho and Omega, these two giant baby faces, and everyone is like, fuck, they're going to win, they're going to win. And for House yeah. of Black to go in there and just like, nope, we're still winning, you know? Like, it was one of those yeah. things where I, I, I heard, uh, like, John and Way were talking about it. They're like, oh, it felt like the, the air was sucked out of the room. And I was like, not for this fucking guy. Like, I was fucking <laughs> ecstatic because I was like, come on. Don't have him lose yeah. the belt that As fucking in, Winnipeg, in Winnipeg. Yeah, I was like, fuck Winnipeg. I was like, no, I was yeah. like, ha- have him keep the belt. But no, I, I was so excited for that. Like, I, yeah. you know, I, I I very much was, you know, I've been wanting, uh, I want them to win all the belts. Yeah. Um, but also, no, and I, I, the one thing, and too, like, I haven't really talked about it, but like, I, I just love the way House of Black is built. Like, like Brody with the power. <clears throat> And, you know, like, um, Malachi with, you know, he got the leadership role, but I mean, obviously can still go. And then you have like the workhorse of fucking, uh, buddy Murphy. And like, I I don't know. It's just like a, a really cool, I, I just like when, like, when groups are built that way, like you have like a guy, you know what I mean? It's almost like when you, when you go like in a video game and like, you know, set up like that same thing like all right we need this we need this we need that so i just think it's a i think the three go together very well and they make a complete team so like seeing them all assembled is fucking amazing so especially with the with those belts yeah no and like you know afterwards when they did like their like photo shoots and stuff like it was like such cool pictures like the one i love was the one of like julia holding all three belts <laughs> uh you know yeah again to me and and I get it. Like the the spooky, you know, the spooky gimmick isn't for everyone. Not everyone is gonna love that gimmick. I get it. I understand. You know, I'm, 
you know, I'm not going to, you know, hold hold it against you. I'm just happy that AEW's like, there's not as many as there once were. I remember at one time there were like six spooky factions at once. And it was like, all right, so that's just what we're doing now. (laughs) Yeah, no, for uh, for sure. And, you know, again, to, to them, it's like, I don't know. It just feels different, and it, it yeah. might be my bias. I don't. Oh, it know. does, and they they're doing it better than anybody. And it's like they're clearly like the front runners of that of that thing. So, yeah, um, but yeah, the, the fucking horns and everything. Hell yeah. Well, on top of that, yeah, like you have like the cool like uh, Emily uh, Brody's wife, um, which oh hey, it was also Brody's birthday this a uh, few days ago. Um, you know, so go well, to the birthday boy. Yeah, go go fucking you know. 36 years old. Go buy 36 autographs from him at C2E2. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. His wife, Emily, like, she does a fucking awesome job with, like, the makeup and stuff. Because, again, like, wh- you know, a little bit of a spoiler. One of the fucking 8 by 10s that we're bringing is him looking like a fucking monster. He looks like an orc. You know? And, like, <laughs> she does a killer job with the makeup. Like, listen, she does a lot of makeup for for them. Like, she doesn't, she doesn't work for AEW, but she, you know, she does some freelance work, like, um, you know, a lot of the cool makeup and stuff that you usually see on like Darby and uh, like Danhausen and then Brody, you know, House of Black and stuff like that. Like, she does it, and it was just it's such a cool fucking look. It's a cool presentation, like, literally everything yeah. from down from how they come out to you know their gear and stuff. Like, it just it looks fucking cool, and it's refreshing because again, and and, and it's easy to dunk on WWE and be like, oh, you never, you know, but like they don't usually uh, so. <sighs> this you know this week they they had um i think it was i believe it was on like on smackdown you know they had this closing or it was like this closing angle with like Rhea and charlotte and i believe that's supposed to be the main event for night one of wrestlemania and it's just like i like char i I like Rhea. i want to see her win the belt but Mm -hmm. man should it man should it have been you split those belts and you have sammy versus roman night one and Cody versus fucking Roman Knight too. Like I, that like I just don't like I don't give a fuck about anything on that card, you know. Uh, and again, yeah. I get it. Some people do. Some people enjoy it and stuff like that. But like, it just seems such like you're you're doing Austin Theory versus John Cena. John Cena's first WrestleMania match in how many years, and you're wasting it on Austin Theory, you know. And again, it's just like. I don't know. I look again. I look at across. I look across the street, and it's one of those. I, I guess here's the question: Who would you rather see John Cena fight? John Cena, literally anyone else. Like it's yeah. just uh, to me, Austin Theory. Like, you know, listen the the fucking messages with fourteen year olds aside. If we're yeah. gonna if we're gonna pretend that didn't happen, which yeah. is again a funny thing, the how how the 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 court of the internet chooses to prosecute <laughs> who they choose to prosecute and how because. Sometimes people allegedly are messaging fourteen-year-olds, yeah. and you know nothing yeah. comes of it. But other times, again, I don't want to. I don't want to get into the, the the justice system of of Twitter and the internet. <laughs> but um, to me, he's just a character's not working. He is mm-hmm. not. He 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 can't. He 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 can wrestle, sure. But there's nobody, nobody, and you're fucking lying if you say otherwise. That's like, oh my god, that was such a good Austin Theory match. Nobody, mm-hmm. no one, no one. And again, he's not a bad wrestler. He's just there's nothing uh, exciting about him. 
It's just, you know, again, I'm, I'm not being a hater or anything. It's just no one has ever fucking said that, you know? Yeah. And so to me, and then like, it's just, it feels like such a waste. Like you have John Cena come out and fucking bury the guy. Like he's just burying him, you know, like, and, and it is fucking full on John Cena, fucking robot promo shoot. Like, you know, yeah. and to me, Cena is now at a stage in his career. Capped where, off with a dick joke. Exactly. Like he is at a point in his career where he should be, you know, you should be using him to put over whoever the next guy is. And it's not, and it's not Austin theory. It's not Yeah. like, it's just, it's, it, you know, like I look at, you know, Ray clearly gonna, you know, wrestle Dominic, probably put him over. You have yeah. edge wrestle, you know, is going to wrestle Finn Balor, probably put him over. You know, you have uh Gunther or Volter wrestling Seamus and drew probably going to put him over. Like, it's just one of these things where like, and, and so that's what I was saying is, you know, I, I look across the street, at AEW, you look at this last pay-per-view, you know, jungle boy, Ricky Starks, House of Black, like it was just all like the the. All right, come on, let's get the next fresh crop of talent mm-hmm. fucking going. Let's go, let's go, let's go. And that that's what wrestling should be, you know. That's what like and and again, enjoy whatever wrestling you fucking enjoy, you know. But to me, I yeah. you know I enjoy the AEW product just more because you know it, it's more of what I want. I want to see. You know the the more the more established names and stuff that I know. You know, get their chance, go in there, and and you know, like MJF. You know, he's calling himself best wrestler in the world after that fucking Iron Man match. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to argue. You know, he you go in there. He's someone who Iron Man matches aren't typically his forte. You know, it's not really what he's known for, but he does it anyway, and. uh even now, you know, they, they're teasing like the, the fatal four way with him and the other, uh, you know, the other four pillars and stuff like that. And yeah, you know, like, do I buy that any of them are going to, to, you know, beat them for the title right now? No, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't do it. And it's just, to me, WWE is in a position where like, I look at the guys that they have on the roster right now, like a Johnny Gargano, a, a Ricochet, a Bronson Reed, a Finn Bat. Like, these guys are the ones who should be. I don't want to see Seth Rollins anymore. I don't care. Like, Roman, you know, it's Cody, Sammy, like, Bronson. Like, these guys should be the guy. Like, just do something fresh. You have the biggest roster in the world. You have such a talented roster. Like, mm-hmm why is a Mustafa Ali fucking doing some bullshit like Dolph Ziggler fucking gimmick? Like, you know, God bless Dolph Ziggler. Gets paid a fucking millions of dollars to fucking lose. How, give me all that money. You know, I'll fucking yeah. do it. Sure. But again, in a world where you have a Mustafa Ali, uh, a Ricochet, uh, uh, Johnny Gargano, Bronson Reed, like these guys, like, why, why am I fucking why am I seeing Austin theory? Get that fucking loser back to NXT. Like he doesn't, he doesn't know. Like he's just not good. He's not good right now. And is, what is his gimmick? What is, what is Austin theory's gimmick? Uh, Tyler breeze. Yeah. It, essentially. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's just, I don't Selfies? Know. Is he still doing that thing? <sighs> Something like that. Yeah. You know, but just, I don't know. To me, it just, it felt like a waste you know, like there, there was like talks of um, uh, like Austin coming back, and I guess you know he declined that, and it's like, well, I don't blame him. Like, what were they? You yeah. know, I what were they gonna do? 
him and LA Knight, get the fuck out of here. LA Knight, <laughs> like, get that fucking loser out of here, too. Like, you know, and again, I know I sound like I'm being overly critical of WWE, but it's just, it's this annoying, there's this annoying thing where, like, and I and I and I shouldn't let it get to me, you know. But it's just like the weird tribalism online of like, you know, it's like if you know if fucking uh, WWE does something, you know, it's it's the best, it's yeah. the best, nothing. And then you know, like earlier in the week, they announced. Oh, it's just, it's it it really is the same on both sides, and it's you know just how our country's built right now is just like you either you know you either like the color red or you like the color blue like that's you know like you always say um like that's just how it fucking is and um it's a little ridiculous to be honest with you just fucking like everything yeah because like even earlier in the week um oh no i gotta sneeze uh oh, <laughs> no, it went away um, I can't, I can't, I can't talk. I'm just hypnotized when somebody goes into a sneeze face. <laughs> uh, earlier in the week, they announced a, a literal dream match. Mm-hmm. And if it's not a dream match to you, you're a fucking loser. Uh, and Vikingo yeah. and Kenny Omega. And out came all the people who were like, who's Vikingo? Who's, I don't know who this is. And it's like, I don't know, man. Use fucking Google. Like, <laughs> just, you know, I listen, I remember going to see the first Avengers movie. And at the end, there's a fucking guy with a big purple fuck, big purple fucking looking motherfucker smiling, <laughs> sitting in a throne. And that's the last image. And there's yeah. people in that theater who are like, holy shit. Yeah. They, they're bringing them in. Who? I'm like, who? Thanos. Who's Thanos? And you, and you know what I did with Andrew? I, uh, I pulled out my phone. <laughs> and Google. Went to Google, <laughs> put in who is Thanos. Oh, okay. Oh. Oh, he has this fancy gauntlet of his. All right, <laughs> he's in love with death. Okay, all right. I love I love a cute goth chick as well. I fuck with that. <laughs> all right, I'm excited to see what happens. Yeah, and that was it. That 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 was literally it. You know. Yeah. I don't understand why it's so hard for fucking wrestling fans to do that exact same goddamn thing. <laughs> if you've never heard of somebody, just Google them. Like it's yeah. just. You know, but again, it, it's this like a weird sense of, and everyone's like, Tony Khan, get off there. Like, no, good, fuck him. Like, you know, like, yeah. go fucking call out these fucking losers. Like, it's just, uh, well, I don't yeah. Know. And then, like, it, it's funny because then you have that same side being like, you know, you'll have the people that are like, um, like, oh, oh, why, why, why should we care about th- this, this, and this, you know? And it's like, but you're getting this essentially a cold match but it's two of the greatest people in the world like if, if it's good it's fucking good like you know it's just about that balance i guess of, of but like yeah dude that that match is going to be amazing you know uh, is going to carry kenny yeah no i i i believe i i might have retweeted it i need to, i need to double check i know i definitely um liked the tweet uh but it was er, like when they announced the match because again everyone had their fucking hot takes and it was uh it was a buddy of mine um tom green not that tom green um oh he's like back in my day the crazy international dream matches on american tv got four minutes in the first hour of nitro 
Now they're headline <laughs> matches. They'll get good 10 minute attention. You kids have it good. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous that again, this is a fucking dream. And again, and if you don't, and if it's not a dream match to you, I'm sorry, you probably have shitty taste in wrestling. Like, <laughs> you know, again, like Vikingo is the fucking man. Like how, yeah. how many times has this guy gone viral for defying the laws of gravity? You know, like uh, Pac is not the man that gravity forgot. You know, that <laughs> that goes to Alijo the Vikingo. You know, he's just, he's fucking great. And for some reason, it typically tends to be whenever there's a, like, and the one thing that kind of gets me too is the fucking, I don't want to be that guy, but it's it seems to be when there's only one specific, you know, uh, ethnicity of, of person that is coming in for a match that they're, who's, who, I've never heard of this, who's this, you know? It's like, I don't, it's. Yeah. we've never heard of mexicans we've never heard of luchadors like <laughs> is that that hard man? yeah like just fucking look it up um hey speaking of mexicans and luchadors uh yeah. the wwe hall of fame I'm, I'm staring i'm actually staring at a poster of them right now which is <laughs> it's pretty funny uh yeah they announced the hall of fame which it's never really something i pay attention to you know mm-hmm. like i know um uh I've, there's been some bits and parts that I've I've, I've watched afterwards because um, I mean, there's a lot of people that go into the Hall of Fame that I just don't know I really care about. And I don't yeah. mean that in like a mean way or anything. It's just, again, like... If it's not your era, then you don't, you know... Yeah, you know, like uh, it's... I don't know. Well, I mean, recently, when I first got back into it, like 2013-ish, like I got, you know, I, I was pretty excited about that. But then it just became like so bloated like it was like so many inductees every year and then they're like repeating people because like they don't want to like well uh you know like jim neidhart for some reason they don't think he can go in by himself but so we're just gonna re-enter brett again which is fine because if anybody deserves two rings it's him but like there was like a lot of that going on it's just like all right i guess this is what we're doing now um it seems like a much smaller class this year, which is good. Um, I don't know, and, you know, they're not not. It doesn't seem to be checking the diversity boxes yet either. So, like, that's good because it seems to always be the they always have the token pick and the woman pick and the you know, like, we got to make sure to get all these. Like, it's just like, no, we'll just let's just do good people, you know? Because guess what? If you do that, those people will get in there anyway because those are some of the best fucking wrestlers. Yeah, and you know, as of right now, as of this podcast so far, they've announced uh, Rey Mysterio and uh, the Great Muda, not KG mm-hmm. Muda, the Great Muda, the which great Muda. Uh, you know, uh, Great Muda is cool. You know, I've admittedly I've not watched as much of the Great Muda or KG Muda that I that I've liked to, but um, I guess you know, I, I did get to see him live at the um, the Ring of Honor New Japan MSG show. Um, I, you know, I, I got to see him there, uh, and it was like the pre-show battle Royale where he came out, but Rey Mysterio, I mean, fuck. Again, I'm staring at it right now. Um, it was last WrestleMania actually there where, um, uh, Jonathan Bartlett, who's a very fucking, very, very talented artist. We've actually had him on the show as well. Um, you know, he, he did a, a series of prints and posters. And I mean, if you look at my office, there's no shortage of fucking Jonathan Bartlett prints in here. The guy's fucking awesome. Um, like a few years back, we did uh, some like all in 
AEW posters and art before they before it was AEW really, but it was like some all in posters of like the Bucks and and Hangman and Kenny and stuff like that. And uh, he designed those again. He's since gone on. He does a lot of stuff with like uh, WWE now. Like I know he just recently there's a the next wave of uh, figures. Um, it's like illustrate. It's his illustrations instead. But again, he's always doing a bunch of posters for them. So uh, for sure, you guys have all seen it. But um, he did this. It was like a WrestleMania series, and WrestleMania 21 to me is my favorite WrestleMania. It's the first one that I saw because I again oh, wow. I get into wrestling right before WrestleMania 20, like literally the go home SmackDown before WrestleMania 20. <laughs> so I, I don't get to watch that. But yeah. come, come next year for wrestlemania 21 um i watch it you know and again to me has some of my favorite i to me the best wrestlemania match ever is and you can't change my mind don't bother is the hill i'm gonna die on is Shawn michaels versus kurt angle like to me it's just i've watched that umpteenth fucking times i love it to me it's it's one of like uh, like fuck the undertaker matches with Shawn. like they're okay but it's mostly it's so much gaga but uh you know like the Shawn one it's a good mix of like you know, it's like even thinking about like the, the build up to it, you know, where it's like Shawn Michaels, you know, he's like, I won the gold medal in 1995 or you know, I believe he was like 1995 or 97. Yeah, he's like 1995. He goes, and all I could hear about was Shawn Michaels coming down from the rafters and it made me sick. Like just the promo video of these two dudes who are like and it just doesn't happen in wrestling that much anymore. Um, It will be yeah. happening this Wednesday, though, Uh, you know, where it's like these two <laughs> fucking legends who have never touched and they get in there and. You know, it's just I I loved it. You know, you you have the sexy Kurt, the the, the you know when he's singing Shawn Michaels theme song. One of my favorite matches. You know, it's, of course, it's where Cena and Batista get crowned. There's a really good Undertaker Randy Orton match on there, um, as well as like a really fucking good Eddie Guerrero Rey Mysterio match. You know, with when they're tag team champions and then they're wrestling, and it's funny because it's you know they're back in Hollywood again. You know, and they have like the those vignettes that they did originally for for that wrestlemania 21 way better than these fucking dumb ones they're putting out now <laughs> like which is so wild to me because i'm like well there's so many good movies but that mm-hmm. to me that is how you know that like you know they just they don't know what's cool you yeah. know like you're doing a stranger's thing like the joker okay like whatever I don't know. It's like the Joker. I just thought the Stranger Thing was weird because it's not a movie. No. Like, I mean, I get, it doesn't have to be, I guess. But well, if you're doing, it have to be. To me, if you're doing something Stranger Things, you should be, you know, capitalize on. Which even then, like nobody, I would say, do something with running up the hill and Vecna. But even then, like no one would, like no one, you know, that's not a thing anymore. Yeah. You yeah. know, and it's like, I don't, you know. I don't know. To me, it's just it's weird that it's like there's so you know there's so much like more modern. I think like the newest thing they did was again like the Joker, and even that's four or five years old now. Yeah, you know. And granted, two thousand nineteen maybe. Yeah, know. and granted, when they did WrestleMania twenty one, it wasn't like it was a lot of like new popular stuff. You know, they did um, taxi. You know, taxi driver. Yeah. They did. Um, <laughs> But that's that's like I feel like that's not even what they're doing. They're not even going for like those classic movie parodies that you've seen like a hundred times in other things. Like they're just not. They're not like maybe they're just trying to be different. But the problem is they're just like nobody gets it. 
Yeah, I I don't know. Like I, you know, when I saw that when when I saw that they said they were like filming, someone was like, "Oh, okay, cool." Because again, mm-hmm. that that's one of the more enjoyable things. You know, you have a, um, uh, you know, like Dirty Harry with the Undertaker, Pulp Fiction with Eddie and Booker. Yeah. Like it was just it was really fun. And yeah. you know, this time around, it's like, huh? Okay, like, you know, <laughs> like why they didn't do some sort of god like a Godfather Goodfellas parody with the bloodline yeah it's i mean maybe it's coming maybe it's coming but like that that just that one seems to be fucking seems to write itself i mean listen maybe we should get jobs with wwe yeah. <laughs> um but yeah no i got you know so but you know all that saying Rami Sero again one of my favorite fucking wrestlers ever you know like mm-hmm. he is i think you know again one of the most influential wrestlers um of of this century, like oh, there's ever, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, he is one of ever. Like it, it, it's one of those things. Like especially like if you go back to like the CWC. Like I think we talked about it. We, you know, we talked. We had like kind of that Eddie Guerrero, remembering Eddie Guerrero episode. But like everybody goes back to that 1997 uh, Halloween Havoc. Like you know, Ray dressed that as the Phantom, or what was it? Yeah, was that what that movie was called, The Phantom? uh yeah 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 like the purple and the uh was it purple and green but like it was you know it was it was fucking amazing it was an amazing match and nobody has i mean very few people i guess that, uh, you know like are up there with especially when it comes to like that cruiserweight you know uh uh style and everything like that like nobody's done it like him well just the way he's penetrated pop culture as well like yeah yeah. You know, like everyone, like honestly, most people know like Ray Mysterio. You know, he is a household yeah. name. You know, like he has, um, he just has that popularity, and you know, he even even like there was a while where every where I thought he was done. You know, his mm-hmm. knees were shot the fuck up, and everyone was kind of just like, yeah, like guess that's it. No, you know, no more yeah. Ray Mysterio. And he went and got like the the stem cell shit done to his knees, and holy, you know, he was on a fucking whole separate. He was like killing it in Lucha Underground and New Japan. Yeah. I believe he teamed up with Okada once. Like you know, mm. does All In, um, which is still wild to me. You know, I remember seeing him yeah. backstage at All In, and I'm like, God, I was like, you look fucking idiot, dressed like an inflatable penis costume. Don't go talk to Rey Mysterio Jr. <laughs> uh, you know, but yeah, he's just he is someone who, um. Admittedly, I I wish that, you know, I mean, like th- that's the old thing too. Is like, you know, the the superhero. You know what I mean? And he like he looks and fucking is a superhero. Like the shit he does and like what he looks like. He just that's what he looks like. Yeah, and you know, and even you. What's the wildest thing to me is how how he's been able to change his look. You know, mm-hmm. because other because, you know, other people, you know, it'll just like, oh, I'm going to change my hair. I'm going to change like very uh-huh. yeah. cosmetically things that they could easily do with him. The amount of masks, the amount of different color combinations, the amount of like, you know, for a while it was, uh, you know, the 
uh, the mask, you know, the the mask, and then he takes off the other mask, and then it's the mask with the no back, and then it was the full on mask, you know, and then it was the mask with the t shirt, now it's mask without the t shirt, then it was mask with the task. Like, he's just constantly fucking changing it up. Changing up up his pants, going from tights to like the, you know, the the wider pants and everything like that. Dude, like, so behind me on my wall, I've got um, a bunch of old figures. Like again, like when when I get into wrestling, I wasn't playing with figures anymore, um, mm. uh, which makes me sad because my nephew's at that age now, and I always just want to buy him figures. But uh, <laughs> my uncle gave me a bunch of a bunch of them, you know. And uh, I remember I was like, if I find if I can find a Rey Mysterio one, uh, like I'll keep it and put it up there. That was my thing. I was like, if I can find a Rey Mysterio, I'll, I'll keep it and I'll put it up there. But um, <laughs> as I quickly learned, there were way too many Rey Mysterios. Way too many. Because, again, yeah. how often he changes outfit, you know? And so I just I never bothered to, you know, to, to go through with that. I, I did wind up getting a bunch of Eddies. I have a bunch of, I think on the wall up there is like all Eddies, some Rays, um, and then like Brody King. Um, the like Ring of Honor one that he did. But yeah no i mean if there's anyone that rightfully deserves to be in the hall of fame which again it's wild to me because you look at how good he is and like i don't think he's retiring <laughs> yeah but if he is like hey come back to a like go to a for a fucking spot of tea because i mean yeah. you look at that it's like him and brian as far as i'm concerned never had a, oh i need actually i need to look that up now i don't think he and you know brian danielson have ever wrestled together yeah you know but like him and kenny omega like there's so many there's so many of these matches that you know like just looking at AEW just specifically that he can have with people that i think it'd be a shame if he just straight up retired in wwe you know yeah i mean you you kind of wonder especially like you know does he like <laughs> He's so weird, but like, does is is Dom his last match? You know what I mean? I mean, that seems like a good story to tell. Like, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I know I know a lot of people are huge are, are big on on Dominic Mysterio's uh, like in ring or his uh, not his in ring work. You know, his like uh, promo stuff and all that. And to me, that's good and all. Um, but like at the end of the day, I'm still kind of like, yeah, but I want to see him wrestle, you know, like to me at the end of the day, it's still like, okay, that's cool. But I, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, he's always been pretty well protected in that sense, but I, I don't know, like, like to think about the fact that like, especially like two years ago, like that was when he, like his first match was like on fucking pay-per-view, like is fucking crazy. And like. Dude, he did well. Like, surprise! It's like when you see like these celebrities come in, you're like, "Huh, okay, Bad Bunny fucking can go." Okay, (laughs) for a celebrity, you know, it's it's long. We've talked about it before. Longer the day, long gone are the days of fucking Jay Leno in there. You know what I mean? Oh God. Yeah. (laughs) No, I. I hope that yeah. I mean, I listen. I mean, he's surrounding himself with you know with 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 a Damian Priest, Rhea Ripley, Finn Balor, Edge, like. At some point, again, you either pick it up or you don't. And I think in his instance, you know, he, he's starting to pick it up. Um, yeah. And it, oh, absolutely. And I, Especially I, now that he's doing the Eddie shit. Like, I fucking love it, dude. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. yeah and, like, people, like you said, people love the promo, but I actually like the shit he does in the ring is just so fun. Like, the fact that he does that Eddie shit is just so fucking funny to me. Like, 
it's just such a like kind of fuck you to his dad, I guess. And like considering the whole fucking who is who is Dominic's dad thing, like oh, it's it's so funny to like have that come for full circle. Oh, hundred percent. Uh yeah, again. Plus he- it's like uh you know, musically, like we talked about like um I've been talking on the draft pod before with uh what is it, uh Joey Valente and Bray, like the two dudes that are basically like, well, Hey, Beastie Boys, since you guys aren't doing that anymore, we're just going to do it. Like, it's the same thing. Like, well, we can't do it anymore because this person's dead. Like, that style Nils still needs to be in wrestling. So, what better person to fucking do it than Dominic Mysterio? Yeah. Again, when you, when something works, it fucking works. You know, like, yeah. I, I think about, um, you know, I'm I'm clearly I'm always talking about how how big of a fan of, of Three Six Mafia I am. You know, like I to me they're yeah. one of the more influential groups, mm-hmm. period. And not you know it, it's so much more evident now when you look at a lot of modern like to me Little Wayne and Three Six Mafia are the best because again of how <laughs> much they've influenced everything. Like your mm-hmm. favorite rapper now, like if you are. You know, if, if you're under the age of fucking 30, your favorite rapper now has to thank Lil Wayne and 3-6 Mafia for, for, every, for, for everything. You know, because mm-hmm. again, Lil Wayne changed everything. There was a solid seven years where the guy was just fucking on top. And like, everyone emulated his style. Everyone emulated his, you know. And again, same thing with 3-6. 3-6 is doing stuff back in 1991, 92, that wasn't yeah. going to become popular for another, you know, X amount of years. And, you know, it's there. They're sort of like the, the, uh, Ray and Ray and Eddie at, uh, fucking Halloween <laughs> Havoc now, where a lot of people are like, yeah, three, yeah. six mafia, three, six mafia. Like so much of their stuff, their style gets sampled and, you know, all this stuff. And it's like, yeah, because it works now, because it's popular now, you know, and it's like, why why are people still you know again 30 years later sampling you know the same song and the interpolation of this song and all this <laughs> and it's like because it works it fucking worked then it works better now again very much the same way like with with Lil Wayne you know where yeah. it's like he you know he did this and then everyone was like that's stupid and then like a year or two later everyone's like yeah we're gonna do the same if everything's all okay <laughs> you know and very you know very much with with Dominic, the Ray, the the Eddie stuff fucking works. You know, death taxes and a fucking Eddie Guerrero reference in a wrestling <laughs> match, like it, it fucking works. And yeah. you know, I, I love that he has that to fall to fall back on the like. Well, technically, you know, kayfabe wise, Eddie <laughs> is my father. You're not yeah. my dad. Eddie is my father. Yeah, yeah, and like you know, it, it, you know, we talked about it earlier. Like it is, it, it's weird because it seems a little disjointed. Because I don't, Charlotte, I guess is supposed to be the baby face, but that's not really how people are treating Rhea. Rhea's everybody loves fucking Rhea, and then it's like, yeah, but she's also like part of this group that's <laughs> terrorizing the fucking men's division. But somehow, like she's lovable. <laughs> I mean, Eleni, you know the, the you know the whole the boyhood dream. Like you know, it's gonna be the same thing for her. Like winning that title of Mania. I mean, dude, when you think about like Charlotte Flair, 
she's just mm-hmm. been presented like she's just not been a good character you know no. like it's like i i don't i don't fault people for kind of just like okay sure because she's not been presented like in any like there's no what what is different about this baby face character of hers like nothing no. like she is a natural heel and you know i get it they don't want to like rhea ripley is going to become baby face mm-hmm. like she is going to become a baby face out of this her and her and dom are practically already there but yeah. the you know the thing is like you can't you you sort of can't force that onto you know onto the fan base to like and then, and it's again it's what WWE tries to do where they're like no 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 you don't you no Drew stop you don't want to cheer this person you want to cheer that person because this person's a superstar yeah and it's like no the fans are gonna like who they like you know they're gonna yeah. cheer for who, I mean that's why you know look at the fucking Sami Zayn storyline that's why he got as big as he did because you know people people wanted to fucking cheer him and you know as they did but um what do you call it i um i I very much think that again you know charlotte's just gonna go back to being a heel after all of this because um people people want to cheer Rhea, and you know i hope that the um the relationship with uh you know the stable stays the same but again at some point, she's gonna be she is gonna be your baby face, whether or fucking not you want her to be. Like it is, yeah. it is not our choice. It is not up to us. It is not up to anybody. Like she is going to be, you know, the biggest baby face there is, and it's yeah. just sort of way you gotta fucking, you know, you gotta deal with it. And again, I don't think that's the worst thing in the world because, you know, like they need some they need another baby face like oscar's super hot right now but i don't think she's going to take the belt off bianca belair and bianca belair has sort of just been relegated to like nothing really like what yeah. character what what character progression has she had nothing she's been undefeated for two years that's pretty much it i know it's kind of strange because basically what you have is like for the raw title you have two baby faces going against each other and then for the smackdown you have two essentially like in the crowd's eye heels, even though the the crowd w- will cheer for Rhea, but you know, she's technically a, a heel. Like she's, she does heel things like when she's not in the women's division. So it's, and like she gets booed, like, you know, when she comes out there with the judgment day, but it's just like, but when it's by herself, she's, everybody's just like, yeah, fuck yeah. Go Rhea. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what they do with that. Um, mm-hmm. But hey, speaking about winning gold though, uh, yeah, my fucking dude, Brendan Fraser won yeah. the fucking Oscar. Fine, I haven't watched the whale yet. Full, full disclosure, I have not watched the whale yet. Yeah. Um, I've been kind of in a funky mood, and I'm like, I know I, I've never watched, <laughs> I've never watched an Aronofsky film and gone, ah, oh, I feel so much better now. I can breathe. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank, thank God I watched Requiem for a Dream. I feel fantastic now. No, never. It's never happened. Um, and so I'm just like. I will say this is oddly fucking positive, though, man. And, and, and I'm, 100, I'm sure it is. Yeah, I, like, I, I, I don't doubt it, but I just. I, I would say I'm like all the Aronofsky movies. It's. I mean, don't I mean, don't get me wrong. You fucking go through some shit to get there, but like, it's a beautiful ending. No, and I'm, you know, I 
a hundred percent believe that again just based on everything yeah. that i've heard from it but yeah man if there's any dude who's more deserving of it you know uh, Bre- uh you know uh, brandon fraser brendan fraser mm. brendan got, fraser brendan fraser <laughs> got ousted from fucking hollywood got blackballed because yeah. you know he called out you know he called out fucking uh you know some people that fucking did some shit to him yeah. And because this person was in a high, he was a high ranking, you know, position was able to fucking blackball him. And for years just didn't work. And it's, you know, it's a shitty thing that, you know, like a lot of women in the industry go through this, but again, it's, it's also one of those things where it's like, and I'm not like men too. think about the men. No, that's not yeah. what I'm trying to say. It's just, it's one of those things where it's like, not a like, nobody's safe you yeah. know and, and it sucks it sucks to say that that like not a lot of people are safe within that fucking hollywood system you know yeah this guy was on top of the fucking world and look what they took from him they took everything from him yeah yeah and to, so to see him like bounce back and you know win an oscar and you know this sort of run i'm praying to god that this means yeah, that we get a third doing- fucking mummy movie <laughs> yeah maybe i mean he's been doing well i mean you know, since this little comeback, what was that? That was it. That the uh, was that a Soderbergh movie he did? The fucking the one about the what was that called? It was the one with uh, it, it was about like the catalytic converter, like the they in Detroit where they were like Detroit in the sixties where they were like trying to steal the, the designs for for that car or whatever. Uh, it was a good fucking movie. I actually- came on. Like, I don't actually watch movies. I, I was that was just that was just for a gimmick for oh. the podcast. Uh, oh shit! <laughs> no, um, only Marvel movies. Only Marvel movies. The only movies <laughs> I fucking care about. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, he, I mean, he's been in stuff. You know, yeah. like he's Doom Patrol, The Professionals, uh, No Sudden Move. Uh, no Sudden Moves is the one. That's the one. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm yeah. I'm I'm happy to see him. You know, again, starting to get more fucking work, and yeah. again, there's that part of me where I'm just like, you know, he keeps talking about he would fucking do that. Uh, you know, he would do that <laughs> movie, and again, and it's, and it always fucking kills me that there was there was a third mummy movie that uh, allegedly was you know so um, universal has uh, the rights you know for the mummy they made you know the yeah. mummy movie and uh allegedly what do you call it the there was supposed to be a sequel uh i'm, I'm trying to look it up now um to the to, like the talkers one no no, no. so oh. uh well that's the thing so the tom cruise one fucking bombs yeah. Uh, because again, we've we've talked about it a few times before but at the time they were they were so um uh, what do you call it? Um, they were trying so- to like read, like reboot, boot that like the monsters, right? And they were, went for like the dark, you know, the dark version of it. And I think it just <laughs> swung and missed. So yeah, so uh, this was at the time where because of um, what do you call it? Uh, the Avengers. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm like I'm trying. I was like I couldn't. I was like that franchise with all those superheroes. <laughs> uh what do you call it um yeah. yeah universe building yeah yeah they wanted to they wanted to fucking build their own universe they were like oh we're gonna do our own thing and blah 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 like they went so far as to 
they were like, oh, this is everyone who's going to be in it. And, uh, like, full on, like, they took, you know, it was a full picture where, like, Johnny Depp is the Invisible Man. Russell yeah. Crowe is, you know, Dr. Jekyll. Like, a whole fucking thing. Angelina Jolie was, like, Bride of Frankenstein. Like, they went full on with it. But that movie bombed fucking hard. Nobody wanted to watch it. Like, because that was the thing. No, like... No, there's a mummy movie that we want to see a sequel to, but and of course, you know the the 1999 it gets it gets two sequels, um, mm-hmm. the Mummy Returns and then uh, the Tomb of uh, Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. Yeah, the Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. Um, and so yeah, so there was there was supposed to be an uh, a, a fourth one, where I, I believe it was um, Aztec mummies. And it was supposed to be uh, fuck who, Antonio Banderas who was going to play like this Aztec mummy, um, but of course they instead decided to reboot the franchise in April of uh, 2012, and uh, in June of 2017, you know they released that Tom Cruise one that bombs, and there went mm-hmm. that universe. But again, hope you know he's been doing so much press and stuff like that, and they're constantly asking him like, hey, you know, Mummy Four, Mummy Four. And he's like, I would fucking gladly come back, and you know, for those other movies. So and that's the thing too; those other movies, more, oh, those mummy movies, fucked him up because he did all his own stunts. You mm-hmm. know, like he didn't want anyone to do his own stunts, so he did all his own stunts, and that fucked him up. <laughs> and he's older now, and he's yeah. a little bit of a heavier guy now. So if he comes back, I definitely think it would be you know uh, his son, which you know who, who was a part of of uh, there's a mummy animated series. I don't. I doubt. I, I, I doubt many people of any ever watched that. But I remember fucking watching that. Um, and so yeah, I don't know. Listen, I, I was I was happy. You know, find someone you know someone who deserved it got what they deserved. And yeah. uh, hopefully, this just leads to Mummy Four. It's <laughs> all we can hope for. All we can hope for. Um, I mean, I think I think it's about everything that we touched again. Um, C two E two. If you're in Chicago. Uh, March 31st, April 2nd, booth 549, the Pro Wrestling Tees booth. Brody King's going to be there all weekend. Danhausen will be there Friday. We're going to have exclusive numbered prints as well as a bunch of uh, fun grab bag stuff, some Chase Micro Brawlers, uh, a lot of good stuff. Well, what do you guys got going on this week over at the Draft Pod, Drew? Well, oddly enough, we you kind of hit on it earlier. Um, John, Fick, John, John Wick 4 is coming out. So we're doing the best fourth installment of movies. And the Mummy Four definitely won't fucking be there. I can tell you that fourth yeah. installments, like yeah. So it, it's interesting because I don't know because we haven't recorded yet. I don't know where like like does it is it chrono chronologically is it episodic like like how it, it's going to be interesting to see how this shit like kids categorize into the fourth movie. Like here's a question because. No, nobody will hear this until, um, you know, like, you know, we're, we're going to do the draft after this. So, like, you know, the other boys aren't going to hear it. But what would you consider, like, the fourth X-Men movie? First class or origin Wolverine? Yeah, right? Yeah. So, like, <laughs> but, like... Both of those take place before one, two, and three. So it's weird. So then technically the fourth <laughs> one would be Days of Future Past because it's both a sequel and a prequel. Yeah. 
Maybe. See, yeah, like I would, like I was thinking, like Endgame is technically part twenty-eight of a right, twenty-eight part series, but technically the fourth Avengers. Both Avengers, movie. yeah. So uh, that's where I have that, and I, I kind of tried to narrow that shit down as much as possible. So, um, yeah, it's just weird because then you like, because really, okay. But is it even the 28th movie? Because now they've absorbed all these other movies into the MCU. So <laughs> is like, where where does that fucking go? Well, I'm sure that we'll hear all about it uh, <laughs> yeah. over at the draft pod this week. Um, yeah, again, uh, uh, you know, later on this week, you'll hear uh, Scrum's Detective Agency with myself and Drew talking about did the Sim- have the Simpsons predicted the future? And yes. uh, John Wick review with uh, Armand Neil Flanagan. And uh, again, one of my favorite persons, one of my favorite people. Um, and while I'm talking about favorite people, I want to give a huge shout out to some other of my favorite people as well. And I'm, of course, talking about the wonderful patrons over at uh, uh, patreon.com forward slash PWT cast. Uh, it's as low as five bucks a month to sign up. Again, um, about 100 movie reviews that we've done at this point, uh, a bunch of other various shows, you know, shows that have done in the past, uh, Go Go Scrump and Stank, uh, you know, uh, Scrump's Detective Agency, um, just a lot of fun other shows that, that, that are up there and, and stuff. And again, as low as five bucks to sign up, that's like a dollar a week. You have a dollar a week. Yeah. We'll gladly we'll gladly take that here. Uh but um yeah, you know, a huge shout out to Clifford Frazier, Jesse Kohlenberg. Jesse, I better be fucking seeing you at C2E2, as well as Clifford. I love running into Clifford. Uh Joshua Davis, who uh I ran into him about a year ago around this time. No, it might have been a little bit before, but I love Joshua Davis just as much as I love Neil Flanagan. And you can't forget about Jonathan Mayer, Hot Topic Joe, Ryan Crossley, Vivian. Anthony Torres, uh, my godfather, Jesus. Shout out to Jesus. Hey, and shout out to Steve Feast as well. Love that guy as well. Uh, Rachel Sayarto, the birthday boy himself. Jacob Taos, Lucy Salgado, Sandra Salgado, Lupe Dominguez, the Kings of Sport podcast, Dickie Bird, and Darren Kisser. I mean, Kissler. <laughs> Kisser. <laughs> I hardly even know her. Um, and yeah, guys, again, thank you for joining us this week. Um, like I mentioned, working on working on some stuff uh you know just waiting on some artwork really at this point for the whole for the whole rebranding process i kind of need the the new logos and, and all that stuff <laughs> um but also again working on some fun video stuff that will hopefully be accessible to you guys um sooner rather than later i hope that it's before episode 200 so you can actually see episode 200 live um i don't think i'm gonna get big dave for episode 200 but i'm definitely gonna work <laughs> on, on 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 something big you know, Dave Batista's all fucking taking over Hollywood right now. So <laughs> I don't think, I don't think you'll be seeing, you know, Big Dave no. on here anytime soon. Um, no, no Big Daves. No, but maybe Brendan Free. No, <laughs> can you imagine? It's yeah. like in his in his place instead, uh, you know, Academy Award winning uh, Brendan <laughs> Fraser. Uh, it's like, dude, and then and all we talk about is like his episode of Scrubs. Not not even fucking <laughs> the whale or the mummy. And they're like, yeah, we really thought you would have talked about like the mummy or Encino. Dude, something. when you got that board stuck in your hand, it's like, I mean, like where do you think you are? <laughs> oh, uh, all right, guys. Uh, well, for this week's episode of Scrumps, uh, well, no, for the PWT, I see. I got. I don't even yeah. for this week's episode of Scrumps Detective Agency. <laughs> I've been Scrump. I've been Drew, and this is friend of the show, Kenny Omega. 
Kenny Omega here, friend of the show. Unfortunately, we've run out of things to say, and so, well, we must bid you adieu. So, until next time at the PWT's cast, goodbye and good night. Bang. Bang.